and welcome back after a brief layoff here. Has it been two weeks? I think two weeks. Yep. Since we did a podcast, but welcome back. Been a little busy. Life has gotten in the way of things. You're moving. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. doing more things. Got a baby at the house. But uh, welcome back. A couple of weeks. Uh, last time we did this show, we we're talking about California Breeders Champions Night, and uh, it was definitely a fun night of racing. That's for sure. Yeah, we have uh, been. L- very very busy both of us uh that's why i was glad actually people were asking where we had been they wanted to know if we were tired already uh but no we just uh kind of some things got in the way and uh you know we're both driving pretty far and we got other business uh to attend to but we're back uh yeah breeders champions night uh the consensus went well uh i beat the professor yes george he finally got you but I mean that, that was good for him. You you were three and zero, so you were going for your fourth yes. straight. That that would have, I'm pretty sure that would have stung a bit. Like, and here's the funny part, and, you, and I'm not joking. Uh, I came up after the races that night. George wasn't up here. No. Um, he had already left. Yeah, because we went pretty late that yeah. night. Yeah. And uh, I come up and like, I think I like, I was like, I think I snuck by again. Yeah. And I was correct. But wrong. Correct because I forgot to count the first race. Yes. But if I count two through through to twelve, I eat them out by like a couple of dollars. Yeah, he hit that big exact in the first race and then it was just kinda you guys just kinda went even. I, I yeah. think after that. That was uh like you said, that was the only decider there. So usually it's you who hit the uh the big the early exacta, one, yeah. And that's the one he can't surpass, but he turned the tables on you this time. So George there. I paid up my pizza already. So you beat him professor. How do I pay up before he pays up? You never let Professor go before you because he will put it off as long as he can. But <laughs> I'm on a little roll here now, so Professor, yeah, he still owes two pizzas two here. Two pizzas. You know, I was proud of you. Asked me how much I was going to beat him by. I said twenty bucks. Yes. Beat him by twenty-two dollars. Wow. So I was right there with the, with the uh, the uh, God. The, I can't even think of what the prediction. The, yeah, the <laughs> prediction. I was I was right there. I was very close, and uh, I hit. The rest of the night wasn't that good, but I hit two trifectas. I was going to ask you this. Okay, so when you do contests that are mutual-based, right? Yes. Do you like contests that are are winner-based or mutual-based better? I know all the big tournaments are are money. Yeah. So uh, what do you prefer? Would you prefer to have a good day, but you didn't make a whole lot of money, and that's the way you would win? Or would you just want to hit a couple races with bombs, but you did bad the rest of the card. So it's either picking a lot of winners, but there could be a lot of chalk, or hitting a few races for catching big. Yeah. To me, like it's gotta it's gotta be about the mutual, it's gotta be about the the money because when you know, if you treat treat it as uh, you're at the day of the races and you're there's eight races in the car, whatever it might be, and you're like you know, early early in when you're like when I was a kid, I was like I wanted to bet every race. Mm-hmm. I just want to have action in every race. Yeah. Right. But now you get older, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna pick my spots. So now it's like more about instead of betting a forty dollar pick three or whatever, I'll try to play a twenty dollar exact and just hit hit one race or yeah. something like that. So I, it's definitely more about the mutual now. Uh, how I like to count things per se. Yeah. See, uh, early on in the consensus, we we're working out how. Uh, the consensus will be judged. We started off with just winners, and then it kind of evolved, and then then went, then it went to mutuals. But I was telling Professor, like, what if you're horrible? The first like eighty <laughs> percent of the card, who's gonna have money to bet the races you actually exactly. hit yeah. later on in the cards? That doesn't matter. That's just what the consensus is, you know. But uh, that's kind of the way I used to I used to view it. But yeah, as time has gone on, I guess mutuals is the way to go. But got it. It feels to. It feels bad to you know miss a lot, but I, I hit two trifectas yeah. back to back, and and that was my saving grace. So it, I think it's a give and take. I don't think we, this was a pretty pretty low scoring consensus. I think overall, like we didn't have any like. Oh, it, there was multiple races where we all missed. I think, I think there was five six races all of us missed. I mean, you, me, George, Orlando, Burgart. Uh, where none of us had the the winner, yeah. but that's like we say going into Champions Night. You Trials, look at it, yeah. you know there's going to be prices, and I think we all do what we can to try and find those prices. But that's why they end up being such high odds because those are the horses that uh, nobody's picked. 
but that was a fun night of racing there on California Breeders Champions Night. Um, so yeah, so after that week, we took a week off. I was running around. You were running around. Last week, had a little bit of a scary incident with baby Ariana. Mm -hmm. uh, she got a little bit sick. We had to rush her to the hospital. Thankfully, after four long nights in the hospital, she's back home. She's back to her normal self. She's eating good, acting like her old self. So, uh, doctor says she's looking good. Hopefully, uh, she maintains that good health there. She's almost, she's still tiny. I, I forget it. You know, it's just seven week old. So, they're pretty concerned about what was going on with her. Yeah. Uh, but she's good. She's back at home with my, with mom and, and uh, Jackie. So, Ariana is doing good. That's why I uh, took off last week. We didn't do a podcast. So you should have just came straight from the hospital to do the podcast. <laughs> I mean, don't you know that you have responsibility? <laughs> that, I mean, and that's look, and I could have easily taken off. My, my wife told me don't take off because this happened on Friday. Mm -hmm. So Friday night when I when I was getting ready to go on air, she's like, you know what, this is going on. I need to take her to the hospital. And at that point, I was like, I might as well just pick up and leave. But she was like, no, stay, whatever. You know, we we still don't know what's going on. Blah, blah, blah. So I stayed. So that night after the races, I went straight to the hospital, slept there, and that's when we found out this could be a, lot, a while. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit more serious than we thought. So we spent the night there, went back home, took a shower, came back here, uh, took a nap in one of these couches that we're sitting on right now, <laughs> and then went back to set. After the sweat, went back to the hospital, slept yeah. the night at the hospital, and the same thing uh, for four nights. So. But she showed a very good improvement in the, in the 24 hours after being at the hospital. They got her on some uh, some good meds and, and the, the prognosis was good. So, uh, But yeah, I mean, we, sometimes we forget how easy can things go wrong for babies because they're so little. Yeah. Uh, but she's done good. She's a trooper. And uh, you moved out be uh, to your house because you said you had family out there yeah, as well. So your wife wasn't... No, necessarily alone out there dealing no, with her thank, by herself. No, thank God for my uh, for my sister in law. She's fifteen minutes away from us, ten minutes okay. away from us. So she helped out with Jackie. She took care of Jackie while obviously mom was busy with um, with that. But yeah, if if we weren't, uh, if we wouldn't have other people to help us out around close to us. It would be chaos. Uh, but yeah, everything's good as of right now. She's back at home doing good. Hopefully, it trends that way. But I was gonna say. Professor G, I mean, he he heard you talking, saying you you beat him twice in a row. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He might be, push his way to come into the podcast and defend himself. I think this is, I think this is a little bit too much piling on for him. Did I I give it to him right before. I say, hey, do you want to come on? You know, of course, when I beat him, he he doesn't want to come on. But when he wins a, a contest, <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, I'm him. coming on the next one. When when are we doing it? We're we doing it Friday or Saturday. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's just chomping at the bit, waiting to get on. But this time, oh no, I, I haven't studied. Blah blah blah. And so he'll he'll pass. Uh, maybe next week for professor. We'll, we'll see. We're just about a month and a week. About five weeks. We're about five weeks away till the trials of the PCQHRA weekend uh, yeah so that, there'll be the trials then the finals will be on that weekend of the Los Angeles equine so um, are you going to buy horses here are you going to be partnering the horse? I mean I want to uh, hopefully the group is back hopefully they've uh, they've uh, put some money in the pot All the, they can all come together once again we'll go to the sale and pick one out but I haven't heard anything of yet, I mean, I, you might have to put in ten thousand. George might have to put in ten thousand. <laughs> we might have to get a little press box horse going on here. Can, can we get a like? You think you can, we can get a, a good one, something something to have fun with for like five grand? Ooh, five grand's tough. It's like that's where you really have to find a, a gem. Yeah, that, you know? I mean that that's pretty tough. Like the, you, you're kind of searching now for like ten grand and up. I don't like anything too low or too high i'm i'm right there i think god i think the range i probably like is is about 15 to 40 yeah and that's i mean that's not too expensive no uh, of a Especially horse when you have partnership yeah, yeah when you think it when uh, you know some of the top sellers are gonna be 150,000. Yeah, yeah. well i i think that's pretty good because i don't think i've ever seen a, a sale topper go uh be a productive racehorse. I, I think we kind of get enamored with them and and uh, think well, just because they pay that price, you know, they they got to run. But I have yet to seen it. I think. Well, we just seen uh, maybe a couple of weeks back here at Los Al, 
That one that went for 240000 Oh, was that a... Was that the secret separation or, or the no tools, Something firing like, tools so. out of that family? 240 and uh Oh, I mean, yeah, they're, they're both uh, with... Uh, it's with Paul Jones, correct? Yeah, yeah uh, one yeah. of them, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, he sold for a ton of money, and he, I don't know. I think he's, three, three, four starts just broke the the main. I think last last time out. Yeah, it, it, it looks like it's going to be a long time to recuperate uh, that purchase sale price. They're, they're definitely going to be pointing towards the the final futurities of the year here at LaSalle. Yeah, hopefully uh, they can get him going in the right direction. But like I said, I I, I don't know. I think uh, at the best you might be looking at an allowance horse. Hopefully, so <laughs> we'll see if, if Paul can work some magic. All right, so some horses that delivered. Pitbull, of course, very very strong. Yep. Uh, he looks hot. Game winner in front of was it Tarzanito? It was. It was Tarzanito, no? By head. Tarzanito was third. It was Eyes of Favorite. Eyes of Favorite. Eyes of Favorite. Yeah. Another, another uh, surprising second. I think he just uh, kind of runs his race and he stays under the radar. Tarzanito, I think that was the the most disappointing. I, yeah. I think uh, we expected him to run a big one in that group and uh, and he just didn't. Powerful favorite. I mean, just unbeatable. continues to be the the unbeatable. I I think uh, the best horse on the grounds right now. But with the Chocolatito has something to say about that. Chocolatito came back. Uh, he won his third straight there in the Golden State uh, Derby trials. What was that last week? Yep. And uh, he looks like the horse to beat. So if he can, uh, you know, show that he can come back in a final and run the same race, I think then we could start making the claims of uh, Chocolatito versus Powerful Favorite for best three year old. I think it's, whoever whoever is the best of these is the favorite going into the champion of champions. Well, that's, that's the thing. I don't think there's a way for both of them to find a, a spot into the champion of champions. Because the Super Derby is the only one that has a berth. Super Derby, can yeah. They, can they make the Z-Wayne? If uh, Chocolatito, if he ends up not, you know, if one of them... Wins, they'll, they'll get a berth into the, into the Z-Wayne. They'll get an invite. Because what have we had at the most... Two trials yeah. for for the the Z Wayne trial, yeah. so I think uh, I think there's definitely a path that they can get through. And then uh, the mayor escapes my name. Oh, uh, Thermo. Yeah, Thermo. Thermo Nuclear. Yeah, yeah she, back in form. She uh, repeated. Yeah, it's kind of one of those, you know, 400 yards. It's just a no-brainer as long as she doesn't get slammed out of the gate <laughs> and, and eliminated. And the whole point was like, ah, oh, the, the 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 first few strikes are. She always seems to get in trouble. Boom! She popped the gate. It was over. Yeah, as long as she gets uh, gets a clean start, and yeah, she uh, she broke good enough. I mean, that's <laughs> that's all. As long as she gets a clear path, like uh, when you're just looking at the form, nobody else really wanted 400 in that in that group, and uh, she just handled business like uh, everybody thought she would. So that's a little bit of recap on that uh, California Breeders Champions Night. Always a fun night there with three pick fours and and 12 races. We're going to look ahead to Saturday night's program here at Los Alamitos, August 10th. And we have an old pro of ours, of ours going that, that distance he wants, right? BH thesis boy will head the 440-hour California 81 Bank of, America, Bank of America California Regional Challenge. who That holds a birth into the Grade 1 Bank of America Challenge Championship. 40000 is a purse. We'll talk more about it. That's going to be race and raid, but... Boy, does he, he's finally stretching back out those legs to that distance he really, really likes. He definitely looks like the horse to beat in that race. That's for sure. Race uh, number one on Saturday night. Uh, we got a field of six set to post. We are going four and a half furlongs. These are for the Maiden Claimers thoroughbreds. Uh, $3,500 is the tag. We got a, a horse here. First off to claim Fags West for Julian Morfin. Comes in uh, off of a third place finish. Chuck Priest off the claim. Uh, you going with the house horse? Gotta stick with Pops right off the bat. Going with Flags West. First time off the claim, like he said. Uh, first time out for Danny Montes. Uh, broken and bumped at the start and lugged out into the stretch there. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's what cost this horse, but it kept on gamely. Only lost by half a length there. Uh, it's coming back and making its uh, second start here at Los Al. So, you know, it was only sitting two lengths behind early on. I think it could possibly be more forwardly placed this time around. And as long as uh, my dad doesn't screw this horse up, can improve it a little, <laughs> I think it should be pretty tough here in the first. It's, it's tough to build a case against the four. Just everything looks pointing in the right direction. Looks to be first time Lasix tonight. Definitely looks like the horse to beat. For second, I'll, I like the three. Impeachment ace, Sally Rivera. 
Owen Trainer. Uh, draw a line through that effort last time out against the daytime crew. Too tough of a field, a bit too long, two starts back. That was a good second behind uh, move by Dino. That was a horse that had ran against winners, remember? Yep. And finally found that group to, to win by three lengths. H. Peachman A still finished six lengths clear of the third place finisher. So I thought it was a good effort for second. And then the sixth, Ballet Castle for Richard Rosales, uh, who uh, tends to always place their ho uh, his horse as well. Draws the outside, minor Arana, and cuts back in distance coming in from Northern California. So pretty pretty formful for me. I'll go four, three, and six in race number one. Yeah, I like the six, Bally Castle there for second. I think it's going to be forwardly placed here. Only concern, it draws outside of the, the four flags west in case he shows a little more speed. Uh, could make the six go wide, but... You know, I like that he's dropping all the way down here. He's shortening up, and like you said, Richard Rosales knows how to spot him. And then I'm going to go to the two. Dixie do run run here for Keith Craigmile. Uh, he's been facing a lot better in the daytime. Uh, Los Al Day, Santa Anita, shortens up to four and a half furlongs here. Hasn't shown much early quickness early on except for five back. Uh, it was with Jesus Enriquez, but at least it was here. And uh, switches from Eric Garcia to Vinny Bednar. And uh, Vinny's just deadly in these hook races lately. So I, I think uh, he'll be pretty tough because he only finished three quarters behind the three impeachment A. So uh, if he can just improve with the class drop here, he might get a little bit of the money. All right. So uh, my question to you in race one. The four was claimed for 3500 Yes. And they're back for 3500 same level. Will he get claimed back? I could see it. Right? Yeah, because... Uh, you know, just narrowly missed there, and you say he wins, you're still going to go into, you know, you're stepping up to $2,500 with conditions. So I can still see this horse uh, being claimed back by the original owners. Yeah, or if not, someone else. But I think just enter back with the same claim price, the original owners might want to take a dip back in. So 436 in race one. 462. Race number two, the second half of the early double. Thoroughbreds, four and a half, four longs, conditional claiming tag. Uh, 2500 for Phyllis and Maris, three years and up, which have not won two races in 2019. So one of these is going to get that second, uh, second win of uh, of this year. But to me, Curtis, it's pretty simple. Oh, okay. Of the night, right off the bat here in the early pick four, it looks like the one, three, and five are going to take the majority of the betting. Mm -hmm. I don't need any of them other but the three. Four is wow. Wildfire, okay, okay. Dennis Givens, Juan Sanchez. Watch out for this mare. I think she has a lot more speed than it, what it appears on paper. Uh, the only, probably the only definite speed could be the one in this spot. But even that, I think four is Wildfire has better speed. Should be able to clear. Uh, if this one clears and gets a jump on the one, I think the race is over. Four is Wildfire for me. Speed and the lock of the night. Man, I, I agree. I think it is between the one, three, and five here, but. I just thought the one ran too good to lose <laughs> yes. last time. So I'm going to the inside. Anita's having, I'm going chalk chalk to start off the early double here. Uh, dropped from 5,000 to 3,200 last time, and it cleared three other rivals there and uh, raced clear into the stretch and just got caught there in the end by Jelly Bean Christine. So I thought that was a really good race, ran too good to lose, and here it takes another class drop down to 2,500. I think he's going to be pretty tough as the inside controlling speed. Then I'm going to go to the 5 for the 19. Uh, a horse that ran really well off the class drop from 4,000 to 2,500. It kind of got the, a, a good trip, even though I, I said that it lacked room and had to angle out in the stretch. There was a, a lot of horses fast early last time and then out kicked cute talker in the stretch. So I think just got a deck trip. I don't know if he's going to get something like that again, but I think he'll be finishing late. And then I'm going to go to your lock, Forest Wildflower. I think, uh, like you said, there's a lot more speed here. will be forwardly placed against this group. Uh, stock last time out and just finished evenly, but I think can take another step forward going from uh, Rojas to Juan Sanchez, who's hitting at 41% right now. Pretty pretty simple there. You're, go, you're going 1-5-3? Yes. My lack of the night is the 3 4 was wildfire. Of course, the main threats are going to be the 5 and the 1. So I'll go 3-5-1 here in race number 2. For the predictions of the five, they're hoping the one and the three absolutely duel yeah. <laughs> and set it up for that late kick. But to me, lock of the night, four is Wildfather in race number two. Race number three, the start of the pick six. We are going straight away here, 330 yards. Quota horses made in claimer, uh, made in claimers for a tag of 8,000, three-year-olds and up. 
Field of eight. Looks like a competitive race on paper. Let's see if we landed on the same horse. Who'd you pick here? Going to the five. Vindicated. All right, Is this right. who you got? No. Okay. Not even in my top three. Really? No. See, this one, after going chalk chalk, I thought, okay, now I got to try and get some value <laughs> here in this pick four. Or else why even play it? But I'm going to go to the five. Vindicated here. First time off the claim for Kristen Watanabe. Ruben Crash, uh, Castro climbs aboard. They claimed it for 62.50. They raise it up uh, to the $8,000 level. Uh, it stumbled last time and showed a, some late kick there, showed a mild rally, only uh, lost by, let's see, a length and a half there to La Vida winner. Um, it actually beat Walk Through Bar, the two horse in here, so he's already taken care of that one, but they raised up one level and Irma Panada, these connections, I think these are the same connections as Trumper, mm -hmm. uh, who just, once they claimed it, that horse took off. And so I'm hoping uh, this is another one they claimed off uh, Scott Willoughby and Doc Allred here, and hopefully they can just start climbing the ladder starting on Saturday night. Vindicated is adding the flipping Hunter for the first time. I'm going to the to the most experienced runner in this field, actually the second most, uh, co-second most. I'm talking about the seven Valentine. Uh, the two to one slight morning line favorite. Uh, that was a good second behind flying through fire, uh, driven third place horse, another horse that has been. Very, very competitive. But, uh, you know, I, I see down the list, Special JB, Bule Wagon, Magic Price. He's been knocking on the door. He hasn't been the favorite at all in any of his starts. Nope. Tonight might be the first time he actually goes off as a post-time favorite. So I'm going to give him a shot uh, with the class drop back to 8000 cutting that that price in half. Uh, so I'll pick Valentine on top to 7 For second, I'll go to the 6th, Strong Like Bull, who had worked pretty well in 1220 back on June 29th. Came back with a with a fourth place finish in the same race as the seven. I thought this one could move forward second time off the break and then uh, also drop it in class there with the seven. And then I'll go to the outside, the eight, winging it, who's also coming out of that same race there. Uh, didn't get the best of starts, ran evenly there to finish fifth. Uh, I think this one could run much better and I like the outside draw. I think this one could, could run a clean trip there from that outside post number eight so i'm staying on the outside i'm going seven six and eight okay i'm gonna go with another price here i'm gonna go to the four stells thor for second here uh claimed it by uh sergio for jaime morphin here they claimed it for five and they jacked it all the way up to sixteen thousand. it was going against valiant titan that night and the eight winging it just stumbled and bumped at the break he follows the seven all the way down to the eight thousand dollar level i think that was a more realistic level to begin with uh, but it was competitive here at, at the $8,000 level before that so uh, before that last time out uh, ran a second by a half a fourth by a neck third by a neck and uh, that's kind of the Morphin's game here uh, Rasmo Gasca they hit it 20% with him so hopefully he can step up and run a big race first time and then I'm gonna go to the seven Valiant Titan I'm trying to beat him but I also have to respect him <laughs> yeah he, he's the most consistent runner of all the horses in here and he cuts his claiming price in half. So if he gets out, he could be dangerous. Recap, I'll go 768. 547. All right. And by the way, we're starting to see some old names back in the entries. How about Adriana Vallejo? How about Lisette Hernandez? I know. I saw, was it, how long has it been for Lisette Hernandez? I mean, it's, it's been a while. I want to say four or five years since e uh, last time I yeah. saw her. So, yeah, yeah hopefully we, we can see a few new faces or a few old faces yeah. come back now. All right, race number four, 300 yards, the closeout leg of the early pick four. These are street maidens, field of six. Minnie's favorite, who was entered, I believe, on Friday night, is entered here as number four at eight to five. Valentin Zamudio, Eddie Garcia. These are the connections that got my lock of the night home last week with Chalala Jess. No, favorite Chalala? I think that was the name of it. Favorite yeah. Chalala. I think by favorite cartel out of Chalala Jess. Yeah. This one is by... Wait. Oh, it's the same thing. Wow. So this, yeah. I had not even paid attention. This <laughs> yeah, is oh, it's the same full, exact this connection. This a full sibling. Everything. Everything's the same. Wow. Just changed the name. It was fate. It ha It was meant to be. I Do picked them on top. Do you think maybe they'll switch out the horses and bring your lock of the night in place? Okay, I know. No, I shouldn't have said that at all. Wait, wait, wait. No, I shouldn't have wait. said that. Wait, wait. <laughs> wait, I, 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 I just have to. I just have to. I just have to. I mean, I mean, I this horse is nowhere near that one. So if you see that one come out and just fire away, then you could be asking some questions. But I'm sure, sure. our identifiers on. Well, top I already of it. gave it away. It was meant to be. <laughs> Me was Minnie's favorite. It was just meant to be. So I'm picking the four on top. Of, who'd you like? 
I'm going to go to the one, just be real. Trying to get another price here. Uh, last time out, just broke slow uh, out and lugged in. So I'm just going to draw a line through that. We're going to be making a second start. I like the July 9th drill at uh, yep. 12.4. I thought it was uh, he was finishing pretty good there. So it draws along some horses. I'm not too uh, big on the two stranger things. So I could go um, a little unnoticed down there along the inside. Gonna go to the four here for second. Minnie's favorite, like you said, uh, the breeding, uh, the horse is quick. So it's got all the connections of last time. Uh, I think as long as he can finish against better here, uh, should be pretty dangerous. And then I'm gonna go to the three. My great secret here for Jaime Gomez. Uh, hasn't threatened at all in the, uh, in the first three starts here but I think is finding softer here tonight and puts the blinkers on. Yeah, so, and honestly, I did not know about the same exact breeding on this one. I mean, he's favorite, but... Uh, you just see Chalala. You don't care who the sire is. Oh, no. If you I just see, see Chalala, Jess, and you're uh, all in. Uh, I'm, I'm all in. Because then you, Chalala Jess is the dam of Chalala. No, it's the, it's the daughter of Chalala. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah Chalala used right. to be a rocket ship out of the gate, remember? Yeah, oh, so, of course. So then th that plays into the thing. But Minnie's favorite there. Third lifetime start. I thought that was a better than look third. It was not really asked for best in that effort. I think this one is steadily improving. And Eddie Garcia is, is picking up more and more amounts for Valentin Zamudio. So that could be a, a connection that you'll be starting to see. Yeah, more. these are the, uh, I'll tell you the tip. Uh, if you can see Mr. Losal walking around in the walking <laughs> ring, last time out for uh, your lock, he was dressed to the nines. I can't believe I got two to one. He, oh, he was, uh, especially when you see how many people were in that winner picture. He I had, like, he had like 100 people really? in the winner circle. Uh, so. so they knew. Yeah, maybe that's why the pick four only paid like 60 bucks. <laughs> maybe they just uh, hit it all in the pick fours. <laughs> but uh, I'll go four, six, three. The six max tack uh, ran a fourth behind that run for your life. Remember that remember me rose uh, yep. uh, uh, outing uh, back on, on 20, 22nd of June. Came back with a sixth place finish there uh, behind chicks on first in that field. Never really fired a good effort. Let's see if this one can run much better third time out. And then I'll go to the three. My my great secret here, out of that uh, damn secret separation. This one was paid for ninety seven thousand. Yeah. At the Los Angeles Equine Yeah, that's super breeding. And uh, how about throwing it back? How about Alejandro Luna and Jaime Gomez teaming back up? I mean, this takes me back to the early two thousand, late nineties. Yeah, when I went back and looked at the work, I think Luna was actually working the horse in the daytime. So I figured. Uh, they switched Jose Nicasio, but Luna's been working him and knows the horse, and maybe he's the one that uh, said probably put the blinkers on. So hopefully that could be the game changer. I'll go four six three here in race four. One four three. Race number five. We're going a hundred and ten yards. That's it. That's right. An extra ten percent <laughs> real estate here since the last. I think I think the last time we did a podcast, we were still talking about hundred yard races. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe we were just talking about it up here, or or maybe it was on the podcast. But I said that was the reason they get the extra 10 yards, is so AQHA can, uh, they they actually acknowledge the times. Just for that, we have to break down the breaking news. <laughs> the breaking news. We are now running 110-yard races, and extra 10% written real estate Yeah, so nobody, uh, nobody can complain about those 100-yard races anymore. They're gone. They're, they're old news. <laughs> An extra 10% in real estate. we got a field of six, Curtis. Uh, favorite is going to be the five. Setting the bar seven to five there for Juan Pablo Leon. Uh, shout out to Juan Pablo Leon. He got one of the locks of the night during the last week home there. He got a winner. And shout out to Gerardo Vera, who was one of my locks there. He got his first ever winner uh, a couple of weeks back there. Also, so a couple of riders that are coming through. Armando Cervantes had a good yeah. weekend a couple of weeks back. So we got a couple of riders making some moves. But Philip Six, who'd you pick? Yeah, I'm going to the five, setting the bar. Uh, horse looks dangerous on the cutback. Uh, he's run pretty well at the 100-yard distance. Uh, he's finished second, third, and second in the most recent ones I see on the form. So always a sharp breaker. What do I got? I got four uh, first place uh, at, the, at the break, uh, and then a third, third, and second. So he's ultra-sharp early, so I think he's going to be pretty tough here in the fifth. Setting the bar there for uh, Sergio Morphin, Juan Pablo Leon. 0 for 10 made in, but... Always sense to break well. That's that's the main key here, going 110 yards. I'll go to the two. Just a quirk. Uh, once upon a time, this one was. Can you believe this one went off at 44 to one on debut? Out of quirky, out of that mare quirky, 44 Must to one on debut. Must have been nothing in the works. <laughs> and just <laughs> off, almost upset the field there, finishing third, narrowly missing. Then since then has been pretty competitive. Obviously, you're never going to get the 44 to one odds 
after that, but uh, Ayala jumps aboard for the mm -hmm. first time. That is the key for me. So I'll go two, five, and then the four, she says a fire. Another one that had a lot of buzz just because of the bloodlines. Yep. A full sister to he said that's a fire. Uh, for her, if you see the rain lines, veered in, bumped, uh, veered out, bumped. For her, it's more about being more professional. Uh, I don't know if she's, if it's also, if it's now a, a bad habit, if she's ever really going to mature and kind of break better. But uh, let's see if that breeding can kind of kick through as a three-year-old. So I'll go two, five, four here in race five. I'm going to the five on top. Then I'm going to the two, just a quirk, like you said. Uh, almost won 100 yard three back. Uh, finished second by a head behind Manhunter. Like you said, picks up Jesus Ayala. James Glenn Jr. has been doing pretty well with rider changes lately. So I think Ayala can possibly move this one forward. And then I'm going to go to the six. Easily lethal, very well bred horse here. Uh, bred by Abigail Kawana Nakoa. Mark and Peggy Brown owned for Ramon Figueroa. Uh, the debut on the 28th broke in and just didn't have anything at 300 yards. But I went back to the, uh, let's see, the June 22nd drill, uh, the 220 of 12.7. Uh, you know, not that impressive looking on the paper, but I thought it just broke really sharp that day and just lugged out and never really settled, kind of was hard to ride. I think it possibly could have went 12-4, uh, 12-3 if she just would have went straight and not been so goofy. And uh, just off that break, uh, doesn't have to run 200 more yards, can shorten up to 110. So hopefully that and being on the outside helps this horse second time out. All right, race five, I'll go two, five, four. Five, two, six. Race number six, the final pick three of the night. We're going 330 yards in this spot. Got a compact field of five. We got a long layoff for the five, Commando Inferno. But I hear that in this spot, you've got a lock of the night. Yes, yes, yes. Finally one here in the late. You got one in the early right. to help people All out. Right. Here I'll go in the sixth. I'm going to go to the three. I'm a five bar cartel. Was very competitive out of state at Prairie Meadows. You're taking Grants the invader? I, I thought I went to the uh, July 16th work, went in and watched it. I thought uh, stumbled badly at the start but kept on gamely and still won by a nose over the workmate. So I think this horse could have went 12-1, 12 flat possibly. It's realistically spotted. Uh, for coming in, you know, it wasn't a fraternity over there. Uh, granted, it was very small. The horse looks quick early, and they'd put it in for 10,000. Uh, Hector Magallanes here has uh, Gasca riding. They're hitting at 21%, so they're going to their main man here in the irons. I think he's well spotted for his low sal debut. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said because this horse form looks very, very good, and Hector Magallanes and his team are doing pretty good here with the limited starters here. Hitting at close uh, at twenty percent, right on the dot. But I, I'm picking an old friend of mine, uh, the five Commando Inferno. I know this one has not raced since November 2017, uh, and obviously when you get a clean voided off a win, and you don't come back to the races, that means something was wrong, right? Yep. So taking some time off, but I like the 1220 drill back on July uh, June 29th. Then came back with an 1820 350. Uh, I always thought this one had some talent. Uh, I remember the breeding on this one. I was kind of waiting to see where he popped up, and uh, you know, he's back. He's back here at Losal. He draws the outside of the compact field of field of five. Uh, to me, the only the only thing that that worries me is the long layout. But I like what I saw back when when he was actually winning that race. It's been a long time between races, but let's see if he's ready to go here from post number five. Of course, it does look like the three. Um, five bar cartels the main threat there so five three and then the one just a sweet dasher for jose flores comes out of that race where tequila sangria absolutely looked uh actually that's where tequila sangria won by a neck over hot little kitty but tequila sangria came back to win very very impressively after that oscar andrade has written this one pretty good and the, both of those starts a good third two starts back uh, i think she's the she's a he's the main threat to the other two so Five, three, one for me here in race six. Yeah, we got the same numbers. Got the three on top. I'm going to the one in, uh, for second here, the uh, one of two Jose Flores runners. They uh, tried allowance company off uh, that closing third by a half finish, two back, drops back in for 10,000 and draws along the rail. I think this one's a better finisher than the two, who I, I don't think wants any part of 330. I think that 
course, is uh, Mystic Dynasty just is quick and, and doesn't want anything past 300 yards. Then I'm going to go to the 5, Commando Inferno. The other one here, uh, like I said, one impressively there in the Maiden, uh, but the claim was voided. It's coming off almost a, a two-year layoff, but is entered not to be claimed, which is a, a mm -hmm. pretty good angle that I, I usually like to see, but you know, it's kind of a question mark. Does get the outside post, but we'll see how he does first time back. All right, that is race number six. Race number seven, there's two races left. You know what time it is. LA Daily Double. We are going 300 yards here in race seven. It's a very good competitive allowance. I liked Aqua Chick last time out. Uh, had worked well after that uh, start. Came back and won gamely by a neck for Jaime Gomez and Ed Peters. That's the 8 to 5 morning line favorite. Are you going with the favorite or not? I'm going with Aqua Chick because ah. I like this horse. I picked her in the trial. Yes, I remember. So uh, I think that she shifted in twice last time and still prevailed there. Amir Bale came back. Did Amir, Amir Bale win one of the Governor's Cup fraternity, uh, the, one of the trials? I, I want to say that's I where say yes. he got a, a win for. So that kind of flatters the form there. Uh, last time, or two outs ago, broken, bumped, and lugged in in the trial against Butterlicious and some better horses there, uh, including Amir Bale. So he came back to upset him there. And then in the debut against just a fav uh, favorite kiss, veered in at the start and rallied. So I think this horse finishes a lot better than what we've seen. Uh, just hopefully uh, Nicasio can get this one running straight. I don't want to see any uh, weaving in and out and should be pretty tough in the seventh. I think she's starting to figure things out. She's she's looking better. She looked much better. Suddenly sailing gave, gave her everything she could handle. Uh, that one finished that we talked about, about a, almost two lengths clear of Amir Bell who came back to win. So I think the four is the legit horse to beat in this spot. Uh, for second, I'm going to try to, you know, a little bit of a price here. Mi Sombra from the rail. Uh, for owner and breeder Selena Molina uh, of, uh, of Corona Cartel, if you remember correctly. Uh, Juan Alaman, this one was a debut winner back on May 18th. The time didn't tell all the story. Uh, kind of was a bit green, but still was able to get that nose down in front. Uh, faced too tough of a field last time out there. Didn't get away all all that well. Sweet expectations came back to win. Um, so I think this one could definitely, definitely improve. She was, uh, she's a half-sibling to uh, Viento Negro. Uh, another one that used to be for Selena Molina and Juan Alamen. Uh She's out of that Coupe of Corona mare. So I think the one, we haven't seen the best of that one from the rail. So I'll go 4-1 and then the 5. One chick on first here for Jose Flores and Rasmus Gasca. Uh, broke well, battled gamely, and held on for the win. Good clocking in 1563. That was the that was a first start back against Maidens, uh, against competing in a couple of trials. If you just focus on those two non-trial efforts, a good win and a good third. So I, I think this one is is well meant in this spot. I think she definitely deserves a good look here for uh, Jose Flores and Janet McKinnery. So four four one five for me here in race seven. I'm going to go four, and then to the three. She's emotionless here for Christopher O'Dell. Uh, Eduardo Nicasio picks up the mount uh, over Cody Jensen. This one stumbled last time out, and I thought made up over a length there on uh, Logger Lady, who I believe ran again, ran a second the other night. I'm not sure, but uh, didn't get away that good and still finished out well while drifting out. So I think this one is moving forward and getting better. And then I'm going to the five. One chick on first out of that Janet McInerney breeding program that Flores does so well with. Last time out beat My Man Memo and Spirit Foos who came back to win just held off there. Like you said, I'm just going to ignore the uh, the trial efforts. Uh, I just don't think that horse is good enough to face that kind of company. And uh, went pr uh, ran pretty good in the debut uh, against Nomadic and Mental Air, uh, that good runner for Paul Jones. So I think this horse is uh, kind of back where it belongs and uh, stepping up against winners for the first time looks well suited. Yeah, very very interesting race. If you kind of if you kind of build off of the four, then you kind of start digging in. Uh, you have one, two, three, four, four runners coming out of uh, last out wins. Yeah, I I wanted to, I thought bigger than big would be better than he is, but Paul kind of threw him in there for sixteen thousand. I guess that was to to get his confidence, but and you know it worked well. Got bumped and and kind of inched away there, but. I don't like the field that it beat, so that's kind of why I tossed him out there. And and uh, I think the six is just in there uh, for the two for this race to go. Uh, the horse is in a 
non-winners of two lifetime, but actually didn't even win the debut. Got put up there via DQ. And then the one, I wanted to like the one because of the, the breeding aspects, yeah. like you said. And uh, Alamon and Huerta have been hitting uh, very well lately. But I don't know, I just... Uh, I saw the veer out at the start, and I didn't see enough finish, so that's kind of why I went four three five. Four one five for me, and the more I look about the breeding on the five, uh, the more I'm liking there for Janet McKinnery there, uh, Kinnerney, if I'm saying it correctly, correctly. Cressace, out of check on first by first round dash, good breeding. That one could definitely start figuring things out now off of that fifteen sixty three win. So. 415 for me. 435. Race number eight. We have arrived to the Bank of America California Regional Challenge. The winner gets to represent California at the Grade 1 AQHA Bank of America Challenge Championship, which will be had, held this year at uh, Albuquerque um, yes. in New Mexico. Uh, I believe maybe the top two make it. I'm not so sure. Uh, I know some races that were inviting the top two. But for sure, uh, the winner will move on to that big grade one final, which holds a berth into the champion of champions. Yes. BHD's boy, two to five with the morning nine. This horse is going to be one to nine at post nine. Most likely, yes. You know, sometimes they open one to nine and they go off at one to five. Mm -hmm. I think this one's going to open at one to nine <laughs> and hold at one to nine. Well, I'm going to try and beat him. No, you're not. I'm going to the one EOS <laughs> no. Apolitical Stop win playing. Stop for playing. our man, Monte Rosa. Stop playing. This horse is a speedster, which is right up Monty's alley. Well, I'll Kinda tell you Kind of reminds me of like Apolitical Pence. I, I like the one was supposed to run on Friday. I like the one on Friday. Yeah. But scratched on Friday to go here. This is what they came here for. <laughs> I mean, the, the last time out there, he was... Uh, in a Bank of America qualifying yes. race, and uh, he just didn't get the job done. I went to the replays to try and look, and for most of the race, nothing happened until the end, and I couldn't find the head-on to see if anything happened. So, as of now, the chart is correct. It was kind of no factor, but I like the inside better at Sam Houston, and he drew all the way on the outside and just ha didn't have anything. And the horses he was running against, Kaz Tempting, SF Hot Pass, this is deal two. These are the best horses they have over there. But last time, or uh, last year, won the Dash for Cash Derby, won the Rotama Park Derby, third in the Heritage Place Derby. I mean, this horse is just a machine. He gets out there, and I think that is the reason why he can beat BH Lisa's boy. I'm hoping he can pop and just kind of get out to a clear lead, and hopefully he can hold off BH Lisa's boy in the end. Oh, my goodness. This is going to be a duel to the wire, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, the one, I like the one on Friday. I mean, the four is a class of the field, so it's tough to see him getting beat, especially given that BH Lisa's boy just seems to be crying out for that extra 40 yards after a couple of second places in the last two starts. So 4-1 for sure. And then the 5, Finian Faith, another one that was, you know, always, has always been a nicely bred mare. She showed some ability as a 2-year-old there, winning a, a couple of races there, and then came back uh, to qualify to the Winter Derby. Since then, has not raced much, but last time out, that could have been a confidence confidence boost in win there, winning that allowance by 3 quarters of a length in 1549. That could be a very, very interesting horse from the outside post. But hard to go against the class of B's. This is boy. I'll go 4 1 5. I've got the one on top. Got BH Lisa's boy for second. Unbelievable. Yep. Nothing you really need to say more. No. Nope. I mean, this horse is the best one suited for 440. But he is kind of getting older. That's, that's why I'm looking at these three year olds and uh, more of these younger horses. Because our older horses, they're getting up. They're not like. They're not four turning five. No, they're like six, <laughs> seven turning eight. Yeah, exactly. So they're kind of getting long in the tooth, even though they're still running well. I'm looking toward the younger crop, but I'm going to go to the three Black Friday. Uh, kind of reminds me of the one, you know, not as quick early, but. I feel uh, like he's a for the forgotten horse, right? Black exactly. Friday? Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, he was really good as a three year old. He, he won, uh, let's see, SoCal Derby. Governor's he, Cup Derby. And the Governor's Cup Derby there. And he made the uh, PCQHRA ran fourth. He made the Super Derby. So he was awesome last year. But so far in 2019, hasn't fared that well uh, against older horses. I think he's found an easier field. Yeah, he might not be able to beat the four and the one, but I think he can beat the two and the six. So hopefully this is a point where this horse starts to turn it around. Very, very interesting here. 
you're going with the speed of EA's EOS A Political Win. I'm going with the class of BH Lisa's boy. 415 for me in receipt. 143 for me. Wow, very, very interesting. All right, uh, that's it for this weekend's podcast. A little look ahead. We got the Yale County Fair meet at Los Alamitos coming up. Uh, the daytime thoroughbreds returns on September 6th through the 22nd. Uh, I believe they're going to have, yes, they are going to have two handicapping contests. Uh, watch out at losalamitos.com for all the details. A uh, couple of stakes, including the Los Alamitos special, will highlight that that LA County Fair meet. Plan ahead already for the uh, the podcast because you know you're going to be doing double duty oh, in the for daytime. Sure, for sure, you got to tell the boss <laughs> to carve out a little time for us. I, I put on I put on my uh, my uh, contest assistant contest director hat there. Yes. during those weekends, so. I'll help out uh, conduct some of those. Uh, since I can't officially play and try to win those contests, yes. Now I'm, I just uh, I just try to sit on the other side of the counter and help well, out. You got to make it fair for everybody else. You can't be grabbing up all the seats. <laughs> you, you know, you, you got to just go on TV, help out everybody at the quarters, and you know, just kind of sneak in your daytime bets and let that be. Shout out to uh, Dave the Dream Weaver. He he did very well in one of them, in the first one during the that previous thoroughbred season. Uh, he's got a seat to the NHC. Um, he's got, I think, the last three or four years. I want to say two out of the last three years he's qualified, and both times have been here at Los Alamitos. I feel that when Weaver gets over to Vegas, it's either win <laughs> or, or, or or he's yeah. uh, he's on a plane going somewhere else. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the strategy that works for him, right? Oh, for I sure. mean, that's, that's how he's gotten into all these contests. He's played something super heavy, correct, and... And it's just vaulted into the top, and then he's held on. Like, that's all he needs. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, you know, there's something that has come through the desk right now. Breaking news. Breaking news. Our own Ed Burgart is retiring. Oh, my God. Michael How did we forget Rona. about that? Michael Rona has, uh, has signed the deal there to become uh, the next man up. You know, I must say, I was very shocked. Uh, I thought Bobby had it uh, for sure. Uh, I do feel bad for him. Yep. Uh, he really loved this place, and uh, I thought he did a great job. And I heard it was kind of a last-second thing where uh, Rona's uh, name got got thrown in there. And he's already done Quarter Horses, correct? Yes. He does Sunland, yes. right? So, I mean, he's just going to have to come out and uh, face this, uh, this beautiful Southern California weather uh, year-round. He's not going to be doing Woodbine anymore or... Or New Mexico, so uh, he's just gonna have to deal with like the seventy-five degrees all year round. You're thinking about Robert Geller, am I? Yeah, you're thinking about Robert Geller, the Woodbine and and uh, Sunland guy. What does Rona do? <laughs> Rona used to be Sanita, remember? He no, I to, know that, but before what, Arizona Downs, he went to Arizona Downs. Then he went to. Uh, oh God! He used to be the. Uh, the well, what, what quarter horse track did he do? <laughs> well, he filled in here for Ed before. Oh God. But he's 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 done. Of course, he's done the Northern California Affairs. He's done Santa Rosa. He calls a he's got he calls some quarter horses and mules and, yeah. and some things out there. But it, most recently, he was working at Arizona Downs. He does Kentucky Downs as well. He does that Kentucky Downs season for like a week. Oh geez, I thought I thought that. Don't worry, we're gonna edit this out, everybody. <laughs> don't don't even worry about listening to any of this. No, but I thought no, it, I, I no. could have sworn I was listening to him. No, but both of them have an accent. So yes, never, yes. Yeah, it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I got confused, too, because Robert Geller used to be the main Emerald Downs guy. Okay. Right? Then he took the Woodbine gig. Am I saying it correctly? Yeah. I don't know. Where you just I? take over from here on out. <laughs> Nonetheless, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, backtrack, backtrack. Nonetheless, Michael Rona set to, set to uh, fill in the shoes here uh, when it takes his place i didn't think we we're gonna come to actually ed retiring i thought he was gonna be like you know what i'm staying one more year even he said it didn't really hit him until they made the announcement yeah for sure yeah. and i think that is because once you make that announcement i think uh, it's too late to go back on it one thing we are disappointed in he says he's still gonna stick around and do that morning line <sighs> We could have got finally gotten some decent odds on horses. You know, whenever so he goes Eddie away, still, that's where the price is Yep, he says uh, he's staying on to do the morning line. He, I mean, he's still got to do quality control. He just can't leave it be wow. and go retire in Arizona. So, yeah, we're a little disappointed in that, but hopefully, 
he'll be stip he'll be I mean he'll be stopping by all the time. He's yeah, got all these people yeah. out and there's no way he can stay away from LoSal for a long once, time. Once once you get into the business, uh, you can't leave it. He can't fully live it. Yeah, and and the way he talks, I think he's been here since the seventies. Uh huh. I, I believe that's that's yeah. when he started. I mean, I remember at, at the PCQHRA awards when they were showing like a young Burgard interviewing uh, a young Denny Eakins with like Toltec, yeah. and uh, that was pretty funny to to watch. But yeah, I mean Burgard, like you said, he's just he is Los Alamitos. I think he is quarter horse racing for sure. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to see him go. It is for sure, but uh, yeah, sad to sad to see that you know Bobby Newman didn't get the gig. He was I was shocked. He yes. was he was here, but you know it's unfortunate when you get someone of the statue of Michael Rona out there thrown into the ring. Obviously, it's gonna be a tough competition. Um, I'm sure Rona would do good. Yeah, know, class act. He forever was the voice of uh, Golden Gate up north, and then he took the Sanita job. And then uh, when he was let go, he picked up a the Arizona Downs job, and and of course right now he's calling Santa Rosa, which he's done for a few years, and then uh, he does the Kentucky Down season as well. But from what I hear, I think Rona is here to do everything, like call the daytimes, the nighttimes, the doubleheaders, yeah, all of it. Well, I, I think uh, getting the this position, like you said, it's you're working at the same track all year round. Yeah. I think that's, for all of us, that's a very coveted position to have, that we don't have to pack up and yeah. move every three months. I mean, or, you know, we don't have to leave our, our families and our wives and our kids yeah. and stuff to, to go somewhere else. And that's the thing. Yeah, it would be great if we uh, if we could work four or five days a week and year-round. Yeah. That's the dream. But it's still, you know, three days a week, but we get the year-round benefits of not having to uproot and pick up every few months. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think uh, Rona's going to mind that at all. Uh, like I said, he'll probably uh, just find a nice spot to live down here, and he'll uh, accommodate well to Los Al. It should be should be a fun, fun second half of the year. We got more trials, PCQHRA. We got that weekend of, of the sale. Hopefully, we'll, we'll chip in and we buy the, the top seller <laughs> for $200,000. And, um, and then before we know it, we're going to be talking the trials for the, for the Super Derby. Oh yeah. Then we'll be like, oh, when's the Golden State Million? Uh, man, the year is flying by, my friend. Yeah, this is the time when uh, you know we got All American Trials uh, yes. coming up at, at Riadosa. So once that's over, then we're gonna start to see Some an barns. influx of horses yeah. uh, coming over here to Los Al. Like we talked about uh, the last time on the show, we've seen a couple big horses late paid into the Super Derby. So hopefully we can get some competition for uh, Chocolatito and Powerful Favorite. We definitely need the horse inventory. That is for sure. All right, guys, that's the show for this week. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, bye, everybody.